Welcome to An Uncommon Christmas with Northwest Prime, and we are live on the air, and that was Amber Sweeney, and that was her God Rest You, Merry Gentlemen. Amber is a singer-songwriter from right here in Seattle, and her... CD Christmas time is now available on iTunes and we're going to be playing some of her music throughout the show as well because that's one of my favorite Christmas albums this year is Amber Sweeney's Christmas time and she has several CDs or uh, several songs we're going to play those throughout the show but first I have one of my friends on Andy McCarroll, he's calling in from Belfast, Northern Ireland, and Andy is also a singer-songwriter, and he has taken some of his time over the past year. He knows that I, like many of you, are big Fifty Shades of Grey fans, and he wrote some original music based on the first book, Fifty Shades of Grey, and we're going to be talking about those songs, and we're going to play them, and I have Andy on the line now, um, but then later on in the show, we're going to be talking about uncommon Christmas gifts, and what we do is we take stock of a lot of our guests throughout the year, and we bring it all back for Christmas and we highlight some of the gifts that we think would be good Christmas gifts that you wouldn't normally find anywhere else. So we're going to be talking about Andy's music, which is going to be available on iTunes later this week. We're going to talk about Amber's music, which is available now on iTunes. We're going to be talking about Tomboy X clothing, which is active wear for women from women right here in Seattle. We're going to be talking about Fifty Shades of Grey wine, Beehive Cheese, Jennifer Troughton, also from Belfast, Northern Ireland. Great artwork there. Pike Market, Robin Layton, Niall Leonard and his books, which you know that I'm a big fan of the Crusher series. We're going to be talking about the Outlander series and some movies and other active wear that we think you need to be aware of this holiday season. And of course, uh, some additional information from a friend of ours, an artist, Robin Layton. So we have a lot to cover. We have a big show. We have lots of music, original music, and we're going to start off with Andy. So thanks, Andy, for coming on. Hi, Laurie. How are you? Good. Thanks for staying up late and joining us here in Seattle. Uh, it's, it's only nine o'clock here, yo, so I, I've still uh, a few more hours left before bedtime. Great. So okay. Great. Well, we will pick your brain then for, for a little bit longer. So Andy and I go way back. We've known each other, what, about three or four years now, right, Andy? We, we met on Twitter, yeah. so it's a friendship made in Twitter heaven. Yes, yeah. Yes, I think you, um, you actually put out a tweet. Um, you were looking for uh, people, musicians, artists, and so on in Ireland, and you wanted to, to build further links between uh, Irish musicians and, and those in Seattle. And of course, I responded to it. So everything else that has happened since is all your fault. Because <laughs> I did all of this as a result of meeting you. So, uh. Well, you're very, very talented. Andy's been a guest on the show in the past. I've played other music. And I have a lot of friends on Twitter that link into my other guilty pleasure of Fifty Shades of Grey. Andy kind of got sucked into that fandom and he was one of the lone guys out there in that fandom. And he was just really a good sport about things because a lot of times us women can get a little crazy and a little over the top, but uh, Andy was really good. And then, and then you, you even took it, you know, a little further by actually reading the book. And yeah, then you've, yeah. you've, uh, then put put music to that. 
Um, when I actually started out on this, I, I thought, um, when I read the book, I, at the very beginning, I thought, well, I, I would love to read the book with the idea of writing some things on the back of it, because I'd never done that before. It's something I had never tried. I'd never tried to take someone else a book or someone else's material and tried to write something on the on the back of that myself. So this was a challenge for me. And then I also thought, well, maybe maybe I'd get a chance to, to put some things forward for the film. What I didn't realize was you have to be officially asked to submit songs when you're putting things onto a film. But anyway, the whole process has been really good for me, and I've really, enjoy, I've really enjoyed it. So, you have to uh, officially be asked by who? Because... Um... The, the, I, the I fandom likes your music. <laughs> well, the thing is, that that's the thing. The, um, the fans are have a huge influence. And uh, so you never know what might happen. But uh, I, from the way I believe uh, it works is that the, the creative team in the film, they would ask particular artists to submit uh, songs. Um, there's one particular publisher I asked about this, and that's seems to be the way it works but again these are the things i'm finding out as i travel along this road of of writing songs yeah a lot of these things i don't know and until you come across someone who does know and they're willing to tell you then that's how you find out but i i've got the film in my head and, and the these particular songs and the way i've done the songs is the way i've played out the book in my head if you know if you understand so if i had been directing the film I'm thinking on terms of the songs in this particular way. Does that make any sense? Well, uh, yeah, it, it, it really does. And, and we're going to start with the first one. There's there's three songs, and it's kind of an evolution. So we're going to start there. But um, you can follow Andy on Twitter. Uh, he is on Twitter, Andy underscore McCarroll. Um, he's also followed by E.L. James and Niall Leonard, as well as myself. So that right there should put it over the top that I'm following you, Andy. I mean, you know, for, for, forget the other people. I mean, just alone <laughs> yeah, that I'm absolutely. following you. That, that ought to just crush your Twitter. But so let's yeah. start with the first song, and that's called Shades of Grey. And, and kind of set that up, and then we'll play it, and then we'll come back and talk about it. Okay, okay. Uh, this, this is a song, um, one of the things I realized that when I was reading the book, the, the book reveals a lot about Anna's thoughts. And, you know, I love the one thing I really liked about the book was um, that when Anna said something in, in italics was how, what she really thought as well. And very often those thoughts were either in addition to what she said or in contrast to what she said. And I really liked that. And it'll be really interesting to see how that plays out in the film. However, Christian Grey, you only know what he really thinks from the things he says and the things he does. And this particular song would be sort of the overview of, of him as I see him, uh, as a guy who, who's struggling, who is, is maybe looking at something, has come through a history, um, and, you know, he, he's trying to find his way to from a past to now a present that he, he loves and... Uh, so this this is my this is my thoughts on Shades of Grey. Okay, well th this is very interesting to me because this is Fifty Shades of Grey from a male perspective, from a man who's read the book, also being a singer songwriter and being able to put the, the way you your interpretation into words. So we're going to play that right now. This is the first song. It's called Shades of Grey by Andy McCarroll. We'll be right back. 
Something about you pulls me and I can't stay away I just can't stay away I'm used to getting what I want I need to feel control But there's no need to sign on the dotted line Come and share my soul Come play
And I'm back with Andy McCarroll. Andy is the creator of that great music you just heard, Shades of Grey. And it's it's really exciting for me because I was with Andy during this trial and error period of him working this out. And he'd send me things over and, and he would tweak it here and there. And it was always just fantastic. And so it's, it, it's such a pleasure and almost like a, a proud parent for me to be with Andy today as we're debuting these songs for fans to listen to. So I just really love that. Andy. Yes, I remember that time, Laurie, because I was writing a version of it, and then I'd send it off to you, and then you would say, nah, take that bit out, don't like that bit, and then I would write <laughs> something else and send it back to you, and and you and then when you finally uh, stamped it and said, that's, that's good, that's good, that's the, that's the version I went with, and it was really interesting because there was that whole process toing and froing. Uh, on email, back and forth with those lyrics, especially so, because I wanted to get it right. Because I know that all of you and the, the sort of the, the the you guys had all you know talked about the book, discussed the book, analyzed the book, dissected the book, and you know knew an awful lot more about its nuances than I did. So I wanted to get it right. Well, I think you did. So that one was just. Fantastic. So that's a home run as far as I'm concerned. I'm really happy with that. I love that. It's going to be available on iTunes later this week, right, Andy? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay. So that kind of sets everything up, Shades of Grey. And then you wrote to this next one, and we really pounded this one out back and forth over email too, which I also really love, Unholy Hallelujah. Yeah, this is... This is one of the, uh, when I look over the catalogs of songs that I've written, this is lyrically one of the best, I think, that I've done. Uh, and I love, I love this song. Um, I, again, in my version of the film, this takes place, this, this particular piece of music takes place when um, Anna wakes up and, and she goes and she sees Christian playing the piano, or she hears him playing the piano. And it's that moment just before that when obviously they're asleep and he wakes up. And it's that moment when he's looking at her. See, I don't think for one minute he just, you know, wakens up and jumps out of bed and says, I, I feel like playing piano now. Uh, rather than, I, I think he then takes a moment, looks at her, and this is what he's thinking. And Unholy Hallelujah is the, the thoughts that I think is going through his head as he's looking at her. Um, one, one particular thing about this, this song is that uh, I'd hoped that you know, Jimmy Dornan would actually sing it. Um, Jimmy used to be in a band when he was in Belfast, but I've got to tell you this. One day I went into Hollywood, now that's Hollywood in, Bel in Northern Ireland with one L, and uh, Jimmy was actually fil filming on the fall. And uh, my friend Jen told me that he was in the Maypool Bar in Hollywood. It's locally known as De Ned's. And he was there. So I thought, well, they were probably filming for a couple of days. So the next day, armed with the CD, I and Jen came along for support. We, um, we headed down to the pub, but he didn't show. So I would have loved him to have recorded this song. And you know, if, I, if he's really keen to do it, I'd be really pleased. Um, uh, besides being a fan of, of Bob Dylan, um, I'm also a big fan of Leonard Cohen, and this, this song was written or was uh, sung in a, a low key, and I was very deliberate, so um, this is uh, Unholy Hallelujah. 
All right, we're going to let everyone listen to it, and we'll talk about it on the other side. Okay, thank you.
All right, and that was the second of three songs by Andy McCarroll, and that was Unholy Hallelujah. And, of course, we went back and forth on that one, and it turned out just fantastic as well. Didn't you think, Andy? You're, you're, you're happy with all of these three, right? Oh, very, very much so. I mean, uh, there's so much more that I could do with them if I, you know, there, there's so many ways you can treat songs. Uh, for example, Unholy Hallelujah, if I raise the key of it, I could do it in an entirely different way. Um, I would have loved a choir at the end of that one, but I couldn't afford a choir. So uh, maybe sometime in the future I put a choir <laughs> on the end. Um, uh, do you have X Factor in the States? Yes, yes, we do. Yeah, the, the, yeah. well, they have when when they do their big choir thing. That's the kind mm-hmm. of thing that I would have really liked at the end of that, but uh, it mm-hmm. just wasn't possible. But yeah, I'll be that's... treating the songs in lots of different ways, and um, so. But the last one was a song called "Crying Over You," and um, can I can I just go into this one? Absolutely. Yep. Yeah, this one is called "Crying Over You," and this uh, the where again where I imagined this was in, in my film, and the, the film is going on in my head. This is at the end of the book, and. Anna is is being driven home by Taylor in the car and she's crying and then she returns to her apartment which she feels you know it's never it never had become her home and and this the the sense of the loneliness and the the pain and that that she's suffering and she sees Charlie Tango and he's deflated by then and and in many ways it's just like her and the whole song is very much you know, that sort of emotion of, you know, why did I do this, but yet I want to do it. Um, the, the the one who sang this is a girl uh, called Sarah Gannon, and she's from Dublin. Uh, and Sarah is absolutely fantastic. I mean, I met her on a boat going to France, and she was doing the evening show there. Uh, we were over there as a family this summer, and she was on the show, uh, um, doing a show on the actual boat from Ireland to France. She was doing this in between time because she also tours with a, a group called Celtic Woman, uh, which I think is an offshoot of Riverdance. I'm, I'm not absolutely certain about that. But um, I went to the, rece- boat, the reception place on the boat and I asked what her name was. And then when I got back home again, I tweeted her. And that's how I got to, to, you know, to, to meet her. Uh, but because I had heard her on the boat, I knew she was really, really good at what she did. And so it was Sarah. Um, Sarah's the vocalist on this track, and I, I hope I get a chance to do lots more songs with Sarah because I think she's absolutely fantastic, brilliant person to work with, very funny, uh, and just you know, really super to work with. So this is crying right. over you, crying over you, and it's by Eddie McCarroll. But you're going to hear not Eddie McCarroll's voice. You're going to hear Sarah's, and we'll be right back. We'll talk about it on the other side. Okay, thank you.
down here Never got to call it home The emptiness, the coldness Hanging in the air Feeling so lost and scared Why am I crying? Why am I crying over you? Crying What am I supposed to do now? Deflated miserable But I chose not to see You told me time and time again Told me he didn't do love But without it, it's not Wow. Very good, Andy. So that really gives people almost a musical tour through book one of Fifty Shades of Grey. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I really enjoyed writing all three. And um, so first of all, it's a big thanks to you because I wouldn't have done it if it hadn't been for you. Big thanks to Erica as well, because I wouldn't have done it if it hadn't been for her and the book. 
And it was, for me, it was, again, a diff- completely different writing experience. And I loved it. I've loved the journey of, of doing this. So what happens next? These are going to be available on iTunes, hopefully tomorrow? Hopefully tomorrow. They they were meant to be up already, um, but there was a problem with the, the artwork. And um, so when they go back and they, they look at it and they, there's a, a difficulty with it, often that takes time. And I actually thought with iTunes that they would it would be a 24-7 kind of set up, but it's not. They work until 6 o'clock. And and they don't work at weekends, so um, hopefully they said 48 hours, but it's been a lot longer than that now. So I'm hope hopeful that it will be live on Monday or Tuesday. But the best thing to do is is if you know just keep on Twitter, and if you want to follow uh, follow you on Twitter, follow me on Twitter, uh, Facebook uh, Andy McCall Music on Facebook, uh, also with Sarah Sarah Gannon 12. Uh, at Sarah Gannon 12, that's Gannon with two, three N's, G-A-N-N-O-N 12. And then you'll, everybody will know when these actually are available. Well, one thing, the Fifty Shade of Grey fandom is, I've never really seen anyone better at getting out information and the word. I mean, if if we could put them on world peace or cure free bowl or something, we would conquer the world. But the power that this fandom has, and they can really get the word out, and they're really good at supporting other people who are um, doing things within the fandom musically or um, uh, po- uh, podcasts that are out there or, or shows like mine or uh, musicians or, or fans uh, and fan sites are really good collectively of getting all of that information out to everybody. So yeah. um, I'm sure that they will be right on board with this as they already are. We've already seen a lot of action on Twitter and we certainly appreciate all of that. Uh, I've had so much love come out of that Fifty Shades of Grey fandom. They've been really good about tweeting out my shows, even when they didn't have anything to do with Fifty Shades of Grey. Um, they were really good at supporting me and and suggesting people for the shows and and bringing people to our Seattle audience. And and, and, and as a result, we picked up a worldwide audience from from really uh, all around the world. And uh, the world becomes a much smaller, smaller place when that happens. So I'm really happy to do this because. I'm such a fan of yours, Andy, and then I'm so proud of the fandom and, and what they're able to accomplish. Yeah. And a lot of times, Fifty Shades of Grey gets gets a, a bad rap that it's it's just kind of pigeonholed as one way. And when, and when you're actually in the fandom and around the fandom, you see all of this good that that goes on. Um, yeah. That has such much more broader reach, and and that doesn't get as much. Uh, uh, people talking about it as as the other yes um one after uh, niall leonard who is is married to erica james i mean niall i, I met him one afternoon i was just uh, doing a, a little photo shoot thing for him it was i was just a guy with a camera taking some pictures and he was he was doing some signings for uh some books and so on and um he actually said that about the whole 50 shades fandom he actually thought that as a, as a group of people, they were so enthusiastic and energized and they were fantastic at, at, at just spreading the word. And he, he, was, very, he was full of praise for, for, for you, for everyone else associated 
with the Fifty Shades setup because they, he just thought that the the energy that came from you was was fantastic. Um, well, I'm a huge supporter of his books. He wrote a trilogy. He is a, a very accomplished screenwriter in the UK, and he wrote a book called Crusher, and then the next book was Incinerator, and the third book was Shredder. And I was huge. I loved, I loved those books a lot. And I yeah. wanted, you know, when you really love something, that's kind of like the Fifty Shades channel. You want to talk about it you want other people to read you want other people to love it as much as you did so i came became more vocal i got niall on the show and i tracked him down and brought him on the show and we talked about it and um i started getting telling other people about the books and they started telling people about the books and you read the books and i just and i'm still on this soapbox because for one thing the leonards are very nice and kind people they're very gifted and talented and smart people and they write some amazing books and this book series crusher series i really felt like it wasn't kind of getting the um the exposure that that it it was due and, and i'm sure that there's a there's there's a lot of books out there like that but for me yeah, i just yeah. felt compelled to kind of bang the drum for for crusher and i'm so glad yeah. that you felt the same way i did about that and you were able to read the books and because your day job you're a teacher yes yeah i i love the books i mean um uh it started off and i, I love the finn mcguire the character and uh, I actually said to Niall, uh, I, th I think I messaged him one time, and I said that I thought that this this series of books would make a fantastic action film. You know, Finn McGuire, the, the the main character in the book, he reminded me of a young Jason Stratham. I mean, and the the action stuff. Maybe maybe it's because this is a boys. Uh, to me, I think this is more. These are more boys books, in a sense of it is very much an action film. I think it would make a fantastic action film, and uh, I hope one day they actually are made into one. Uh, I loved, I loved the books. I loved the read, um, uh, and certainly if there was a, a film coming out based on these books, I'd be the first there, uh, first to get a ticket. I mean, I thought it was really super. And well, I maybe you can write I, some music for for the Crusher series. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that, again, that would be a totally different thing because um, it would. It would be. Ooh, a, that would be a real much, challenge. <laughs> it would indeed, yeah. But the thing is that you know Finn McGuire is 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 not the sensitive character that is is portrayed, say, with Anna, and therefore it would be it would be a different challenge, yes. But certainly, if I was ever asked to do it, I would be. I would. I wouldn't hesitate at all. I would love to do well, it. Well, Niall's books, the, the, the Crusher series, is on our Uncommon Christmas list that we were going to talk about today. So we're going to just talk about it right now. You can go to NiallLeonard.com. You can find out more information. The books are available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, iTunes, all of the normal um, ways to get them. It's really easy to gift these books to people um, on their on their e-reader. If you download them on Amazon to your Kindle, you have the option of actually like, I already have it. So it kind of won't let me buy it again because a warning goes up. It says you already have this, but then it gives you a gift option. Would you like to send this to someone else's Kindle? And it really is a fantastic trilogy that not only interests girls who are reading, but, but, but just like Andy guys who are reading a lot of times it's, it's really hard to find books for guys. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. 
and um and, I, I love this i love these i really did well and it it's in the ya or the young adult but but they would be at the in my opinion at the upper range of that because they're, they're not for small children but they are definitely on the lines of like Hunger Games and Twilight and uh, Divergent, all of those that are in that YA category. The Crusher series is is equal and comparable with 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 that genre and and that age group. Yeah, I would think. I would agree. Not yeah. having read those books, <laughs> but, but I would assume that. And then yeah. let's just jump ahead too to someone else. I mean, we just have a lot of Irish influence into this show today. But Jennifer Troughton is also from Belfast. And last year on an Uncommon Christmas show, we talked about Jennifer. I'm going to talk about her again this year because to me, she's one of the world's master artists and she comes right out of Belfast. And she was mentioned in Fifty Shades of Grey, the first book. Her artwork, it did not make it, did not transition over to the movie, unfortunately. Um, but it is and will forever be in the books. And it really sets up, in my opinion, um, Christian says, uh, the, the art is raising the ordinary to the extraordinary. And that's really what, what Anna was doing was, the whole story is about that, raising the ordinary to the extraordinary is really a metaphor for um, what was going on with Christian and Anna, what was going on in Jennifer's art. And so Jennifer put together a limited edition print of 850 and of that recreated that work that you would have seen in Christian's office. And you can visualize that um, in the book and you can go to her website, jennifertroughton.com and you can actually see it's beautiful, absolutely gorgeous work. And hopefully one day I'll be able to see her work in person, I would love to see her do a show if she could um, at some point here in the in the Seattle area in the United States. But you have her right there, Andy. There's always something going on in Belfast. Her her work's always being shown. Yes, uh, I'm not familiar with. Uh, I haven't met Jennifer at all. I'd love to meet her, but I haven't met her uh, as yet. Uh, but there's also there's so much going on in Belfast. It's a fantastic place to be. So, if you're ever this part of the world. Please come to Belfast. It's a, it's a great place to be. Jimmy Dornan's from here as well. And um, so it's a great place to be. Yeah, I had Jamie's dad on the show in March. Just a yeah, wonderful, yeah. wonderful man. Before Jamie became a celebrity, his dad was very well known and kind of eclipsed everybody as far as being recognizable. And now that's kind of shifted. And uh, Jim's kind of now behind Jamie. When it comes to yeah. recognition, yeah. But yes, again, you ever? I, I, oh, go, go ahead. Sorry. No, I, I was just going to say, did you do you ever just see these people walking around? Bel How big is Belfast? Oh, um, it, it's uh, probably half a million people. Um, oh, I, I, I honestly don't know. I, I honestly, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> There's a lot of people in Belfast. It's not, uh, right. and it's very often, and, and dare I say, it's usually Americans who would say, oh, do you know such and such? Uh, <laughs> from, and we, you, you know, you just think, oh, yeah, I know Paddy. Yeah, yeah, I know Paddy. <laughs> I mean, there's thousands of Paddies <laughs> in Ireland. And, uh, no, it's a big place. It's a, it's a big place. And, uh, 
So I, again, I, I've never met Jim. I've never met Jamie. I've never met Jennifer, but uh, I, I love what they're doing. Yes, absolutely. Well, there's a great creative community in Belfast, and I was very fortunate to be able to tap into that. And out of that came so many friends and so many contacts and my exposure to uh, different forms of art and artist, and I'm I'm absolutely the the better person for it. So be sure to check out AnnieMcCarroll.com, NiallLeonard.com, JenniferTroughton.com. We have all those links up. You can support the Belfast Arts right there in 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 our own backyard, regardless of where we are globally. Thanks, Andy, for coming on. I really appreciate it. You, you were able to stay with me for, for this whole long, long segment. And we played some wonderful music. And it's always, always a thrill to have you on. Oh, thank you. Uh, it's a pleasure being on here, uh, Laurie. And again, thank you for all your support as well. Um, and it's, it's certainly been a pleasure over the last couple of years writing all this material and, and having you as, as my critical friend. To, to straighten me out on at some points along the way and and i've i've really enjoyed i've really enjoyed writing everything and and recording and working with sarah and it's been super yeah Thank well you. we'll get those links out as soon as it goes live on itunes we will use our force our 50 shades force and get those links out to everybody and you have a very merry christmas and the rest of the happy holidays andy Okay, and thank you, Laura. It's much appreciated, and uh, enjoy the rest of your show. Thank you. All right, we're going to be right back. We're going to talk about all kinds of Christmas gifts, including Fifty Shades wine, beehive cheese, stuff from Pike Place Market. But first, this is Amber Sweeney. You can download her album now on iTunes. It's called Christmas Time, and this is God Rest Ye Merry Gentlemen. We'll be right back. We'll pick up the Uncommon Christmas on the other side.
That was for Amber Sweeney from right here in Seattle, singer-songwriter and her God Rest You Merry Gentleman that's available right now on iTunes on her Christmas time album. I downloaded it. You should too. And think outside the CD for new Christmas music. And we're going to be playing a couple more songs from Amber as the show goes on. And again, thank you to Andy McCarroll calling all the way from Belfast, Northern Ireland, staying up with us so that he could share his songs from 50 shades of gray with the 50 shades of gray fandom so thank you andy and if you are from the fandom of 50 shades show andy your support and give him a, a little tweet and tell him how you liked his music so we're going to move on now with our uncommon christmas show always it's an annual event always very popular and what we do is we recap some things that you might not have heard of or forgot about and maybe put them in your Christmas wish list or your Christmas gift list. And we've talked about Jennifer Troughton. I really encourage you to go to jennifertroughton.com and look at the prints that she has. There are only 850 that's going to be available. There will never be any more available again. I happen to own one. E.L. James owns one, and many, many of you out there already own one as well. But there are a few left, and you can get to jennifertroughton.com and check out the availability and how you can get one and have one in your house. In fact, I was just at my friend Lisa's house not very long ago, and I walked in, and there was her Jennifer Troughton print hanging on the wall. So um, she was very proud of it. I was very proud to see it, and we uh, had a glass of wine and toasted Jennifer Troughton in front of We should have taken a picture. Actually, we, we should have done that. Oh, well, next time. We had Fran and Naomi on from Seattle, and they are two women, and they started a clothing brand for active women called Tomboy Exchange or Tomboy X. Tomboyx.com is where you can go. And they really had a huge success with women's boxers. You would never even think about that, but evidently there was a huge market for women who wanted boxer briefs, but not men's boxer briefs. They wanted women's, you know, without the flap hanging over and all your stuff exposed. So they went and they created this clothing line. The first thing that they, they came out with these boxer briefs, super comfortable, very high quality, and it's just taken off and gone global. And they are now all over the world. They're going into, I think, uh, Nordstrom soon. And you need to check out what they're doing with other avenues of their clothing line, T-shirts and pants and belts and hats and all kinds of stuff. So there is a little tomboy in all of us. Um, some of us are more tomboy than others, but there's always just a little bit of tomboy in us. And I happen to own several pairs of the boxer briefs. And I'll tell you, they're just kind of fun and sexy to wear. And at night around the house, we don't have little children at our house anymore, but um, I could just put on a t-shirt and those boxer briefs. And I'll tell you, it's just a, a very comfortable um, way to tweet or read a book or hang out and it actually also has a very um uh, it, it should come with a warning label for the husbands because the husbands do think that they're very very sexy so check out tomboy x fashion so it's tomboyx.com and that is definitely an uncommon item that i think people will will like we're going to talk about now 50 Shades of Grey Wine. That also is uncommon, but also very, very good. You can go to 50shadesofwine.com, 50shadeswine.com. We did a show on the 50 Shades of Grey Wine where we actually did, I did it with Chrissy um, Later's Baby. 
if, if you're on uh, Twitter at all. And she also has the Fifty Shades of Grey fan podcast. If you want to get caught up on what's going on kind of week to week in the Fifty Shades of Grey fandom. And uh, Chrissy and I came on, uh, we did a wine tasting for the Fifty Shades of Grey wine. And just like Niall Leonard's books kind of really not getting the due that, 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 and the respect that they deserve, the Fifty Shades of Grey wine is a very good wine. They sell from maybe $15 to $19, depending on where you are. If there's a sale, it's, it's a red blend and a white blend. And if you're a man listening and your wife read the Fifty Shades of Grey book, you could be a hero by bringing this wine home, giving it to her as a gift. Men, women love Fifty Shades of Grey inspired gifts. Let that be a little heads up to you on that. They like that stuff. If you were to give them that, you're not signaling to them that you are thinking that they are going to be this crazy dominatrix in the bedroom. You're just saying that I understand that you loved these books and I'm giving a nod to that and it probably will pay off for you. I can't make any guarantees, but it probably will pay off to you for you to some degree in the boudoir. So started off with the shift uh, with the 50 shades of gray wine. And I will tell you it's, it's got a higher um, alcohol count to it. It's a big meaty wine, the red and though I'm not usually a white wine drinker, but the white is, is really good. And I've become more of a white wine drinker because of the 50 shades of gray white wine. So the red's fantastic. The white is great. You can go to 50shadeswine.com. It's available in Albertsons. I think it's a total wine and more. So it's a great gift. It's a fun gift and it's an excellent wine to drink. So those are the two hints for right now. Tomboy X fashions and 50 shades of gray wine and our third one was jennifertrouton.com we're going to listen to something else by amber sweeney this is glory to the king we'll be right back we'll talk about some more uncommon christmas gifts
as we're sharing, we're reflecting the glory of the mighty King. And when hope is lost, here I'll be found with heaven singing loud. Jesus, the light of the world. That was Seattle's Amber Sweeney's Christmas Time, and that is available on iTunes right now. That was Glory to the King off of the Christmas Time album. And I wanted to let you know right before we uh, let Andy go that he wanted me to give out his Facebook, which is Andy McCarroll Music on Facebook. You can find him there. And again, we wanted to tell you how you could stay in touch with Sarah on Twitter, and that's at Sarah Gannon12, S A R A H. Gannon, G-A-N-N-O-N, 12. If you have wine, you have to have cheese. And I'll tell you, Beehive Cheese, beehivecheese.com, they have the most amazing cheese. They sell it at Pike Market. And if you've ever been to Beecher's in Pike Market, Beecher's has great cheese, too. It's sold really all around the United States. And Beehive Cheese, Beehive being the Beehive State, Utah is where they're actually out of. Um, they are winning awards for cheese all over the world. And last year, I didn't know what to get my in-laws because, you know, they're kind of the people who have everything. If they want something, they just buy it themselves. But they do like cheese. And Beehive Cheese, I sent them a packet of it. And I think right now they have free shipping. And they absolutely loved it. And now they just order their own cheese from Beehive Cheese. It's fresh. It's made with the best ingredients. And we're not getting anything. I mean, they're not a sponsor of this show. They're not sending free cheese, nothing like that. I just like it. And it's really, really good cheese. So if you're having the wine, you have your book, you're listening to your music, you're sitting around in your boxers, um, you got to have some cheese and Beehive Cheese. What makes it so special from other cheeses is they have this one that's actually rolled in, uh, I think they call it um, 
buzz bite cheese. It gives you a buzz because it's, um, it has coffee grounds in it. And they have another one called Tea Hive and it has tea infused in it. And it's just remarkable. And they sell out of it at Pike Market all the time. So many times I go down there to Beecher's and they're just out, sold out. But you can always get it directly from their website at beehivecheese.com. So be sure to check them out. And the link is up on that as well. So Beehive Cheese is absolutely huge, huge, huge winner. And then speaking of Pike Market, you can get so many great handmade, unique items. You can go to pikemarket.org and pikeplacemarket.org, and they can link you to all of their crafters. So if you've ever been to the market or you've never been to the market, um, a lot of times when you go... It's just so kind of so crazy down there, and you don't always get to see everything that you want to see because you're kind of being pressed along in a in in a crowd. Um, you can go to pikeplacemarket.org and you can find the crafters, and they can link you to their websites. They're on Twitter, they're on Etsy, they're they're on Facebook, and you can revisit them at your own leisure and buy these wonderful handmade crafts and art directly from Pike Market and they will ship them to you. And it's always fun just to look through all of, they have people who have uh, glassware and people who make custom art and jewelry and food and soap and uh, clocks and tiles and, and hats and scarves and children's clothes, just about anything that you can think of, they make it down there. And they go through a very stringent process to be qualified to sell in Pike Market. And they can't have too many of the same type of crafters. Everything has to be handmade. It can't be mass produced. So you're getting that original quality, um, good old fashioned American ingenuity when you buy directly from uh, from the crafts people themselves. And of course, you're supporting the arts when you do that. So also Beehive Cheese and Pike Place Producers um, at Pike Market is another great avenue to look for uncommon Christmas items. A friend of ours, Robin Layton, you can go to robinlayton.com. She's been named by Life Magazine, one of the top five photographers in the world. She's Oprah Winfrey's photographer. And Robin has put together some amazing books based on her photography. And one of them is about dogs. And that one was uh, became a bestseller. And she took pictures of, of people's pets. And she took a picture with Oprah and, and her dog. And that is also in the book. And Recently, last year, she went all around the United States and took pictures of basketball hoops. And then she gave a little story behind it, all the way from like Larry Bird's basketball hoops to just people she would just be driving by in the middle of um, Nebraska and she would see a basketball hoop and she would go up and knock on the door um, to the owners and, and take a, ask them if she could take a picture of the basketball hoop. And they would tell the story behind it, how their children didn't live at home anymore. But, but that basketball hoop was such a part of their um, growing up and, and the stories behind all of these hoops. And she put them to, in, uh, uh, together in a book called Hoop, the American Dream. And if you have a basketball fan in your family, I would definitely recommend Hoop the American Dream. It's a 
beautiful, beautiful book by one of the best photographers in the world. And Robin also has um, other things that uh, uh, other books that she's like I said, pets and and different things. If if you're not a basketball fan, but but to the basketball fan, this is just absolutely. Uh, an amazing collection of her work. And Pat Summit wrote some of the introduction on that, Pat Summit from the University of Tennessee Basketball. And actually some of the proceeds go to the Pat Summit Foundation. As we know, um, Pat Summit has Alzheimer's now. So please check out RobinLayton.com. If you are a Seattle Seahawks fan, Robin is putting together it's called 12s and it has the support of the Seattle Seahawks. And she has a new collection coming out in 2015 based on the Seattle Seahawks fans or the 12th man, the 12th woman, the 12s that it's called. And that's Robin's new project that will be out in 2015. You can find out more at robinlayton.com. We're going to play another one from Amber Sweeney. This one's called Wonderland. And I'll be back in just a minute. More Uncommon Christmas from Seattle. Troubles all fade 
And that was Amber Sweeney's Wonderland off of her Christmas time album now available on iTunes. It's always fun to do the uncommon Christmas shows because it's always great to just get even just a few ideas if you happen to run into a mental block for gifts. And I do that many, many times. And the internet is a really great way that opens and unlocks that block. One of our guests from this past year founded a company called Wear Love. And after they were on our show, they ended up being on the Today Show. And now you've probably heard of them by now. But you go to wearlove.com. And what better way to tell someone how much you feel about them than to buy them something from Wear Love. And their slogan is Wear Love, Put It On, Pass It On. And they have just really great mostly t-shirts and hoodies uh, for men, women, and children with their Wear Love logo. And of course, um, much of the proceeds of that also go on to different charities. They're out of Boston, Massachusetts. Um, I had uh, sent one to my friend Jennifer Troughton in Belfast, Northern Ireland. It's one of her favorite t-shirts. So um, I'm really was happy to be able to give that to her, knowing that she really, really enjoyed it. And it actually became one of her her favorite go-to t-shirts. So wearlove.com, put it on, pass it on, uh, is a very great way to show somebody how much you care. It's not very expensive. And part of those proceeds, again, go to charity. Now, again, everything we're talking about today, we don't have any sponsors that have anything to do with that. This is just coming from things that I like that I'm passing on to you. So think of it as Oprah's favorite things, Lori's favorite things, but in a much, 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 much smaller scale. So, but from my heart to yours, these are things that I've tried and tested and really, really enjoy. The people behind them are great. And that's one of the things about this show. We always try to promote nice people doing great things. And it's our goal to team that up with great music along the way. So when we find people doing uh, nice people doing great things. We try to bring them on the show and promote those because we all know that there's enough bad news out there. It's always nice to see good people making their way in this world and anything that we can do to maybe just support them and cheer them on a little bit along the way. I saw two really great movies this year. Um, I saw a lot of great movies, but but two of them that really stand out in my mind are now available on DVD, on iTunes, on Netflix. They're also available on Amazon to rent. And I would really recommend both of these movies. One of them is called Lucky Them. And you will find Johnny Depp was in this movie. Uh, it was an indie movie. And Megan Griffiths was the producer, writer, director of this film. It took place in and around Seattle and around the Seattle music scene. And if you like indie movies, but this had some very big names in, like I said, Johnny Depp was in this movie. Paul Newman's wife, Joanne Woodward, was the executive producer behind this movie. And it just didn't get, because it didn't have major distribution, it was a really good movie that just didn't get 
broad distribution globally and especially around the United States, but it was popular here in Seattle. It's a really great movie to rent. And especially if you like music, you like the music scene, you like Seattle, you like Seattle sites, I would absolutely recommend Lucky Them. You will enjoy that movie. Another one that I would just recently did a show on purchase the CD or the DVD for this. It's called Walking the Camino. And Lydia B. Smith was the producer behind Walking the Camino. And it's a documentary, but you know, sometimes documentaries can kind of be all over the board. You just don't know. This was a really uplifting documentary. It was based on walking um, the Camino in Spain, Six Ways to Santiago. And it was this long kind of a spiritual pilgrimage 500 miles that people take and they have taken for thousands of years and they still take today and they break that down into maybe 10 15 miles a day but um, i just watched um uh, oprah talking to uh, shirley mclean about shirley mclean taking the walk and i she, I think, only went about 10 miles a day. It took her a little bit longer. But you could go at your own pace. Lydia said it's very safe. You don't know. Safety was a concern of mine, but she said it was very safe to walk the Camino. And there's little hostels and churches along the way that put the pilgrims, as, as they call the walkers, up. And you start almost on the border of France, and it takes you all the way almost to the ocean. Some people continue on to the ocean after the fact. The movie is only about 97 minutes long, but I will tell you, it's absolutely just beautifully shot, well done, great scenery again. You get the testimonials of the pilgrims along the way. It's funny, it's uplifting. If you need a little personal spiritual shot in the soul, it's a, it's a fantastic movie for that. I really hope to walk the, the Camino one day myself. Um, it is on my, it's on my bucket list, so I definitely want to do that. So if you are a at all interested in walking the Camino, or if you've never heard of it before, this is really a great place to start. It's called Walking the Camino Six Ways to Santiago. And that's really the best of the ideas that, that, that we have for you. You can take these ideas, you can tweet us ideas of your own, and we will pass those out to everybody. Um, Christmas is the season of giving, but you really want to give from the heart. Don't overdo it. Don't put any stress on yourself about it. And just give gifts that make you happy to give to other people. We're going to go out with God rest ye merry gentlemen from Amber Sweeney. Thank you to Andy McCarroll for coming on. Thank you to Sarah for her beautiful music. And thank you for listening and happy holidays. Merry Christmas and God bless. <music>